Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we've got an absolute rock star on the line this week. Now, I know I say that about every guest, but this guest has actually got the stats to pick it up. I I found her online, and she's recently done a $23,000 launch for her online course. I I don't know the exact sums, but I think it's pretty close to the record for, for anyone on this podcast anyway. So I'm super excited to get into that and even more so excited. I think she's got a cool story. I'm sure she'll get into it. But from what I kind of read, it's like this is the strategy she used to grow her business to six figures. And then she essentially put it into a course and now other people use it and that gets them to six figures and it's getting her to $20,000 launches. So it's it's very congruent and, and even better than that. Or sorry, I shouldn't say better. Um Another reason to, to highlight how cool this person is, if you've been listening to this podcast a while, I never interview people from the UK, always Australia and, and America, because I'm a morning person. You know, I, I turn my, my computer off at 5 p.m. Uh, this is as late as I stay up, and I'm doing it just for this person here. And just last thing to highlight how smart she is, she also lived in Australia for about three or five years, which means she's a smart entrepreneur if she's done that. But without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Miss Disha Water. Disha, how are you? Hey, thank you so much for having me and staying up so late. <laughs> no, no, all good. I know, um, yeah, thanks for coming on morning. This is probably the, the first thing you're doing over there. And I think you just finished the gym and you're starting the day with a podcast with me and my listeners. So thank you. Yeah. Jam and a coffee and now I'm ready. <laughs> there we go. Now, let's get into it, Disha. Tell us a little, I know I gave a super brief intro there. Give us a bit more detail and not even just so much about the course, just in general, what is it you do over there? How did you get into it? So I actually started my business in 2016 after quitting my job in Sydney. And I was, I've been working in Sydney and I've been working in marketing and I decided that I had got myself into a situation where I was still working in a job. I left England to not work in a job and I ended up in Australia five years later, still working in a job. And I was like, well, this wasn't the plan. So I quit my job in Sydney and therefore had to leave the country because the damn visa mm-hmm. system over there. Because you so, were working visa, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I was sponsored by my employer in yeah. Sydney. So I had like a few months to get out of the country. So I started freelancing and building my business as a social media manager. Okay. And I went to Asia because I was, I wanted to travel some more and build my business. I am a traveler. I love traveling. So I went back to Asia and I did house sitting. So I lived in other people's houses for free um, and built my business so I could live for free and make some money. And I started as a social media manager and I was working with multiple clients, building this business, but I had no idea what I was doing. So <laughs> after, <laughs> after about eight months, I was like, still no idea what I'm doing. And I'd also just hit 30. So I was like, crap, I should probably adult, you know, like buy a house, get a job, like do the things that 
you should be doing at 30 years old. So I panicked and I came back to England and I got a job. Um, and then I was like, well, this wasn't what I wanted to do either. So fast forward, um, 2018, I finally quit my job. I had been building my business up on the side. And by the time I quit my job, my income was overtaking my full-time job in my business. I'd already hired uh, VAs and team members to work alongside me whilst I was full-time in a job so that they could run some of the stuff that I didn't have time to do whilst working. Should we spend a minute there and talk there? Because I think... Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, let's even... Because I think that's such a good idea, right? It's kind of like... And actually, let's put that in perspective. Um, you Was it a full-time job, 40 hours a week? Full-time job, yeah. And how much hours were you personally working on the side hustle? Uh, Probably about the same. So I would get up. I'd get up at about 5 a.m. in the morning, do a couple of hours work before I went to work. Then on my lunch break, I'd go to the coffee shop, do some more work, do some content creation. And then in the evening, I'd do more work. And I, I remember one point, getting, I was in a taxi on the way to a night out with a, a friend. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, just just messaging some clients. And she's <laughs> like, we're, we're on our way out. Like, it's 8 p.m. on a Saturday. I'm like, yeah, but I've got stuff to do. do. Yeah, yeah. Well, see why I like that so much, right? Because it's kind of like, um, and look, virtual assistants kind of different where events in the world you are. But if we're talking like Philippines, it's let's just call it $10 an hour is like an, an indication, right? It's yeah. kind of like at that um, price point, if you've got a job, you can still leverage your time. It's kind of yeah. like it's not necessarily like, all right, I'm going to quit my job and, you know, give up all this income so I can work on my business. Maybe better to keep it because it's kind of like, let's say we're talking um, here in Australia anyway, the minimum wage is usually around $20 per hour. It's kind of yeah. like if you got a job at 20 per hour, great. Keep working that job there. Hire a virtual assistant for, you know, a couple of hours a day, 20 bucks there. And then your business is still growing without you being there. So I, yeah, I think it's a great idea. But sorry, continue on. Yeah. Well, the, the first virtual assistant I hired, she was actually a graphic designer. Mm. And the reason I did that was because it improved my level of service. Yeah. So when I was building my business as a social media manager, what I realized was, I didn't want to work with solopreneurs who were relying on outsourcing to make money because they micromanage everything and they're really annoying. (laughs) So I had positioned myself to be a service provider for six, seven figure entrepreneurs. So I could then charge relatively to that. And I took over everything for them. So I did absolutely everything and I'd done my research. So I knew that they needed me to do everything. They, so I came in basically as their social media director and I managed the whole process. So I up-leveled my graphic designer so that it would match with what they needed. And then I was charging sort of about a thousand dollars a month yeah, wow. uh, per client yeah. to manage their social media upwards. And I, I went up to $2,000, $3,000 a month for some clients yeah. to manage their social media. Um, and I was doing that whilst working full-time That's awesome because and even let's put that in perspective it's almost like you know great you charge even just call it a thousand great you're charging a thousand dollars and then the virtual assistant is doing most of the work for a hundred dollars or whatever you know so you're yeah. trying to make it 900 i know there's other stuff you would do as well but just to to highlight yeah. that i think it's great yeah and um the the way i got those clients because again because i was working full-time i wasn't very visible mm. in being a 
of being an entrepreneur, right? Because I was still working and my employer didn't know that I was working uh, on the side. So a lot of the stuff that I did and the way I got clients was inside of Facebook groups um, because it's secret. People can't see you um, outside of Facebook groups. So I leveraged that and I became the person. A lot of my clients came from referrals yeah because and from referrals I had never worked with or spoken to or had any connection with but because of the content I was sharing in Facebook groups people knew I worked with six seven figure wellness entrepreneurs so I worked with yoga instructors life coaches holistic practitioners and they knew I knew my stuff because I was constantly talking about it um so people be like oh you need to go and speak to Disha because she keeps posting she knows the stuff she's I've seen all of her stuff even though they weren't my clients yeah. Um, so all of my business then came from referrals and the connections that I'd made inside of Facebook groups on the sly outside of my work. That's so good. And question with this as well. I feel like that was also a smart decision going for six, seven figure entrepreneurs. What made you just, was that just, was it common sense for you or, or what made you decide that? It was a learning curve. I'd started yeah. with smaller businesses um, and it was it was hard work. Like my very uh, first client was actually a yoga retreat in the blue mountains uh, in Sydney. Yeah. And um, they were fantastic. And I'd met him through air tasker when I was living in Sydney. Is is this an Australian thing, by the way, air tasker? Yeah. We don't, they started, they tried to do it in the UK, but it failed. Oh, wow. (laughs) Just for the people listening, if you're not from Australia, it's so like this website where you can get anything you want done, like locally. You know, I, I got a guy to set up my chin-up bar yesterday from Airtasker. You know, if I got some pest removals, you know, I'll go, I'll go Airtasker. It's like anything you want. It's yeah, like the, so I met the fiber of the real world, right? It's it's genius, and for yeah. people just starting out, it's really good for connections. Like I went and met yeah. him in a coffee shop in Sydney and taught him how to use Hootsuite. Yeah, there we go. And that was that was our connection. And then fast forward three years when I ha- had built this business and he reached out to me and he's like, hey, are you still a, are you that chick that taught me how to do Hootsuite and had a coffee shop a while ago? I was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. He's like, okay, cool. Can you manage my social media? I'm like, sure, I can do that. Um, and, it, and it kind of snowballed from there. And that was how I got into working with wellness practitioners as well. I really like them as humans. Now, I just want to take a minute and let everyone know, if you're a course creator, you've already got a course and it's not quite selling, uh, or if you're still in the process of putting your course together at the course creator community, we actually have a VIP group coaching program. It's the best program of its kind and the most affordable as well. So if you'd like some extra help and guidance in either putting your course together or selling your online course, I recommend joining the course creator community VIP program. I'll put the links down in the show notes. Having worked in corporate and doing the same role, I was doing, um, I was an account manager for a marketing agency, but I was working with like motorcycle insurance companies, which just bore me. (laughs) And (laughs) and I was like, these yoga instructors are the insurance agencies, right? No, it's just boring. And there's really boring content to share. Like, Nothing yeah. is interesting about insurance. Yeah. So these these yoga people and these life coaches are just beautiful humans. And I was like, oh, this is where I want to hang out. These are the people that I want to help have an impact because they're doing cool things in the world as well and changing 
lives. Like mm. I, I can't do that, but I could help them do it. Mm. So that was how I found that. And then I was like, okay, now I want to up level who I work with and how they're impacting the world. So I started working with huge businesses because I wanted the flexibility. I wanted to be able to charge more. And some of those smaller clients and smaller businesses weren't going to be able to charge more because they just didn't have the return on investment. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't charging enough themselves. So they just didn't have the money in the bank to be able to pay me the money that I wanted to charge. So I switched that way. Um, And that was just from doing research and talking to people. Okay. If I'm, if I was going to be your social media manager, what do you need for you to hand over everything? What do you need? And they would tell me. And I, that's one of the things that um, I put inside of my course is market research. Cause so many people forget that important thing of asking people, what do you need? Yeah. Especially course course creators, right? Kind of like you'll spend a course. They'll spend six months creating a course. And then you put it to market, people are like, oh, it would have been better if it had this, this, and this. Then you're like, oh, yeah. man, <laughs> if only I knew that six months ago. Well, you did your research. Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I have I have so many people come to me. Uh, one of my clients spent a year creating a, a program, yeah. had never sold it. And she was like, yeah. I said, that's because nobody wants it. Yeah. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> this is the thing, right? It's like, and it, it gets worse because it's kind of like if you put a year on it and no one wants it, you don't want to hear that. You know, no. it's like ah, Disha doesn't know what she's talking about. Let me go to someone else and someone else and someone else. And it just, it drags on, you know? Yeah, I always, I use the analogy. No, I'm not a kid person. So I use the analogy when somebody has a child and they think it's the most beautiful thing on the world. (laughs) (laughs) Look, my child is so beautiful. And you're looking at it going, eh, is it though? (laughs) Looks like every other baby I've ever seen. It's a bit chubby. It's not that. Beautiful. And it looks like every other baby I've ever seen in my life as well. Yeah, like it does the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I use that analogy. I'm like, mm, nobody else thinks it's beautiful. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody's bought it. Nobody likes it. Uh, awesome. All right. So sorry. Yeah. Continue on there. So then you've um, yeah. and then you so you quit your full time job. Yeah. So in 2018, I quit my full time job yep. and I um went full-time my business and in 2019 I traveled to eight different countries whilst uh, building my business yeah Yeah. um I even went and met one of my clients in Cambodia for a yoga retreat and business expense obviously yeah Um, so that was nice and um I built this agency I had five team members and we were doing quite well and one of my clients said to me would you teach me would you coach me as well as doing the management side of things? And I was like, sure. Okay. Um, and I really enjoyed it because as you probably gathered, I'm a people person. So being behind the scenes was like, Oh yeah, I quite like doing this 
this face-to-face stuff virtually. I was like, okay, maybe this is the way I want to go. So I launched a um, my first coaching program at, at the end of 2019. And I had one client sign up and she's still my client today. She still signs up to everything I launch, which I love. Yeah. Um, and I then built out the coaching side of things as well. So I started to close down the agency and just focus on coaching. Oh, and then is it, is I was business coaching, social media coaching, social what, what, media and business coaching. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did everything one-to-one to start with. Yeah. And this is what I always recommend all of my clients do launch something one-to-one because then yeah. you can figure out the intricacies of an and you get to see if people are understanding what you're saying. Yeah. Physically see them because you can see their face go, eh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and then build it out into a course platform yeah. after yeah. that. Yeah. So in 2020, I launched my first group program, um, which was a track dream clients, which is the one I had a 23K launch with eventually. Yeah. And when I first launched it, it was a live group program. Gotcha. So again, gotcha. I could physically see if yeah. people were understanding what I was saying yeah. and I could physically grasp if everybody was following along if they were doing everything and I did it live on a group aspect four times before I turned it into a self-study course program love it how long was the group program five weeks perfect gotcha and was it back to back to back yeah five weeks five weeks five weeks, five weeks? no I took time in between gotcha so about a year process yeah gotcha yeah um and i realized in that time that nobody was doing it in five weeks yeah. <laughs> because i was i wanted to get them to do market research i yeah. wanted to go out and proof their offer i wanted to go get them clients yeah. and there was so many things that i wanted them to do yeah. and they were like we haven't done it <laughs> yeah you can't do it, <laughs> we done it, in time. it sounds good in theory you know but it's kind of like it's, it's not that easy just to, okay market research in a week you know in a week you know okay still in a week it's kind of like yeah it's very quick to be done like that right yeah but for me i was like well i can teach you it that quickly yeah yeah (laughs) you've hit it well like it's easy to teach it that quick but to actually implement and understand it takes a bit longer yeah yeah so that's why i was like okay this needs to be in a self-study course where people can access it at any time and go through the process and their own time and work through it so then i built out the self-study option and i had vip versions so they could upgrade or downgrade to one-on-ones with me um and finally the final version of it is that they there's a self-study course with lifetime access to group coaching calls oh interesting so they get a private Facebook group and every month I go in there and have a group coaching call with them gotcha. and people can come in and ask questions so they can always be constantly working through the content. And my clients absolutely love it. And it's so nice to see them even a year later, come back and get stuck on something and yeah. jump on a call and be like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you for a while, but I was doing this. And, and you're like, ah, oh, good to see you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't take me any more time that way yeah. to do whether, it. Whether it's one person or a thousand people, you know, it's still one hour a month or whatever. Yeah. 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 And people love that aspect of it. Yeah. Intri- well, I think it's a definitely a great value add. Question with that. Have you ever, because I'm just thinking in my head, oh, lifetime, you know, like 
what if in a year's time, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Have you thought about that or? Yeah, I've had somebody say, what if you die? And I'm like, well, obviously if I die, like. Yeah. <laughs> that's <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that, right? <laughs> what about if you just get over it or if you want to stop doing it? So have you, have you thought that? I So I've said, like, if I, if I close it down, then that's the end of the lifetime of the course, right? Oh, so, yeah, there we go. That's smart. That's That's that. Yeah. Um, but I like hanging out with my clients and it's yeah. only an hour so yeah. Yeah, why yeah, not? Exactly. If I combine it with another course one day, then yeah. I could do that. Um, and you're have always going to be doing on. something. You know, yeah. Might have a staff yeah. member that can do it if you, if you stop. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's, it's always been something that I enjoy, like, and my clients tend to stay with me for a long time. Yeah. So you get to know them personally, like, oh, hey, how's the kids? How's the move going? What's happening yeah. with this? Um, yeah. So it's it's almost nice to, to catch up as well. Um, yeah. And I always make sure that on my group coaching calls, we all share wins. Yeah. So Eve, I had one of my group coaching calls yesterday and one of the ladies like, oh, I was so excited to tell you my win today because I've been thinking about it all week because I knew I was going to come on this call. Yeah. <laughs> and that really excites me that people are thinking about their wins that they're going to share when they come on the calls yeah. um, even before they get stuck into the questions because I think sharing and being grateful for whatever you've achieved and I tell them like I don't care what your win is like it could be that you've moved house it could yeah. be that you got up today like there we go the last two years some people are like I got up and I got dressed that's my win today like fine whatever your win is it's I love that they have now built this mentality in my group programs that they're thinking about their wins before they come on the call and they can share those with everybody and everybody can celebrate those things and then we dive into questions and everything else love it well i want to dive into the the course launch but just before we do i want to compliment you disha i feel like you've done the perfect strategy it's kind of <laughs> like all right cool you know i know let's let's say if the end and i don't know if it was but let's say the end goal was to create a course it's kind of like, all right, let me do one-on-one -on -one coaching first. Let me get to know this person really well. Let me see if they understand it. Let me see if my stuff works for everyone. Oh, hold on. It doesn't quite work for this type of person. Can I adjust it? Or is this person off the list? You know, I can't help this type of people, so they're not going to do it. Then I was like, all right, great. Now I, oh, sorry, even before that, you did your market research. It's kind of yeah. like, all right, cool. You know, before I do this, let me do some market research. All right. Now I've done my market research and this is the type of people that I'm going to go for. Great. Let me get really good here. Then you kind of adjusted the niche a bit. All right, cool. I want to charge X amount. I know that the only people that are going to pay X amount are if they're earning X amounts. Let me focus these people here. All right, cool. Now I've run out of time with one-on-one. -on -one. I've got no more time left, but I still want to scale. Great. Now let me make it a group program. Okay, cool. Now I didn't just do one group program. Let me do it again. Make it a bit better. Let me do it again. Make it a bit better. Let me do it again. Okay, great. Now I've got this group thing under control. Now let me get this online course thing here that I know it like that. So I think that's great. And I think it's great advice for, for everyone listing it. doesn't have to be the only way. You know, someone might create a course and knock it out of the park off the bat. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a lot harder <laughs> to do it. It's Even though the way you did it is obviously longer, it's kind of like yeah. a guaranteed path for success. Kind yeah. of like, all right, you can have a stab in the dark and create an online course and hope that it sells, or here's a proven process. Hey, it might take a year, two, three, but it's a proven process that's going to work. And along the way, you're learning things, you're um, getting your getting um, a better understanding of your clients. So I love that. 
Uh, but hey, let's get into the actual launch. Let's get into some of these numbers. So 23K launch. How much was the course? Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Uh, back then, it was $500, I think, $500 um, for the self-study and then up to uh, $1,000 for the VIP version. So now it's $797 currently. Awesome. Awesome. Man, that's probably a good course. Well, a lot of people listening, if you want to get similar results to Disha, probably not a bad idea to take her course. So I'll make sure yeah. we get that link <laughs> and we, we put it in the show notes as well. Um, okay. So that would have been what, give or take 30, 40 sales kind of thing? Yeah. Um, and people upgraded from there to my one-on-one as well. Yeah. So people bought the course, looked at the content and they're like, oh, actually, Disha, can I work with you one-on-one yeah. for six months as well? Yeah. So people through that process not only signed up to my course but also signed up into my one-on-one and in my one-on-one they also get access to that course gotcha so people like yeah i'm in i'm in i'm in um which was great the the buzz of just doing a big launch and i do um launches inside of my facebook group Gotcha. And oh, give it a buzz. what's this? What's the name of this Facebook group? Let's give yeah, it a buzz. So my Facebook group is called Scaling from Four to Five Figure Months for Coaches and Consultants. So come and hang out. Um, and I do my launches inside of my Facebook group. It boosts engagement. It boosts people coming in. Yeah. And yeah. it um, drives the energy and gets really, people really focused and excited about stuff. Yeah. And that then people who are just lurking, I gave uh, about 1.9 thousand people in my group currently. Um, and even that small number has generated me six figures in the last 12 months. Yeah, so wow. you don't need huge numbers of people if people are engaged and excited about what you're sharing. Um, so, and that's how I do my launches inside of my Facebook group, generate loads of interest and then get those people that have been lurking and watching more involved and more engaged and get them signing up. I get, I do challenges where I get them to submit homework inside of the group as well. So not only do in my challenges, I hate those fluffy rubbish, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we've all seen those masterclasses or the webinars that you sit on and two hours have gone past and you've learned nothing. Yeah. Be consistent, <laughs> be authentic, you know, yeah. purpose. Yeah. Great. <laughs> you know, yeah. what does that kind of tell me, you know? Yeah. It drives me insane. So I try and make sure that mine, are like actionable. So in my challenges, I'm like, right, go away and do this homework and submit it back into the group. And you have 24, 48 hours for me to come back and give you feedback on it. Yeah, love it. And I've had clients come to me and be like, I stayed up all night writing those posts to make sure that I could get in before the deadline. So you'd give me feedback yeah, on the free yeah. challenges. And I'm like, oh, I love that when people are so invested. I'm like, I don't recommend staying up all night to yeah. my <laughs> but <laughs> if you want to fine <laughs> they so that they could get their homework into the group 
so that I could give them feedback before the end of the week and then they could go forth. And some of my clients, I've had messages from people who've just made money just doing my free challenges yeah, um, yeah. and have never signed up to things. And that just snowballs because then they become amazing advocates of you. If you've watched one of those yeah. webinars where it's fluff, you don't go and recommend it to somebody else because you're like, well, that was a waste of time. Yeah. Whereas if you actually learn something and implement something, next time they launch, you, you want to go and watch this person do her challenge because even the free stuff she gives away is amazing whether you sign up with her or not. Yeah. And he, even that person that got results for free, they may come back later just because they yeah. didn't find out, man, you know, Disha's stuff was sick. You know, you've got a new program. Or, you know what? I'm going to do that. So I think that's that's great there. Let me just get my head around the, the method a bit more. So it's kind of like, it sounds like your major... Um, kind of hub is your facebook group right it's like that's yeah. where um that's where most of your audience is and then you'll yeah. start your sales process in your facebook group and you've got yeah. like a bit of a launch process where you'll do a challenge which will lead into um an open cart kind of thing and then you'll you know close the card and is that kind of how you're yeah. okay. exactly yeah so my main place is my facebook group i recommend everybody go and join my facebook group yeah. Give scale it scale to four from four figure months to five figure months um come and hang out with us and i personally reach out to everybody in my facebook group so everybody that joins i personally reach out because i also have like a bank of content that i share so i have a bank of lives so i can find out what people are struggling with and send them to content because the somebody once said to me that on average people need to see around three hours of your content before yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. sign up to high ticket yeah. to work with you. Yeah. So I have all of that three hours of content right there in my Facebook group. Like go binge it and come and sign up with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can go and do that again, come sign up with me. The, the, the nicer, right? And I've had people be in my group for days and then pay me thousands of thousands of pounds Yeah, because they've, they've binged all the content. And they're like, yeah, all right, I'll sign up to work with you. I'm done. That's Which is fair. the aim, right? Rather than them being in there for six months and yeah. then signing up. I'd much rather people just be in there and for a few it's days. It's kind of like the sales cycle is shorter as well. For you yeah. anyway. For them, they're probably still watching three hours, whether it's, you know, you want to yeah. sales call and, you know, then go into the challenge or whatever. But kind of like for you, it's like now if they're doing your challenge and they've watched a couple hours of your content, you're kind of like half bought in already. You know, and then yeah. by the time it gets to the cell, it's, it's easier. So yeah. question with that, Tisha, what's your kind of method? How do you get people into your Facebook group? Because there are going to be people listening to this, which is like, great, I've got a Facebook group, but it's 100 people in there. And we'll speak about, I guess, the sales and the engagement in a sec, but even just getting people in there, what, what kind of strategies do you use there? So all of my stuff is organic, and it's what I teach actually in my course, Attractor and Clients. Um, and it's going out and being active in other people's Facebook groups. Mm. And making sure that your personal profile is optimized yeah. to drive people back to your Facebook group yeah. um, and get people involved. And one of the ways, like I saw a post in a Facebook group the other day, somebody said, I'm really struggling to get myself out in other people's groups because there's issues promoting and I don't know how to promote in these groups. And um, I keep getting banned, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I just commented on the bottom and said, I have five different types of posts that I share in other people's groups that do not involve selling and have actually generated me sales in this group that I was posting in. Um, yeah. Let me know if you want access to it. Yeah, that's sick. And not only did she comment back and say, 
yes, I want that. I had like 10 other people be like, yeah, yeah. I want that as well. Yeah. Um, and all those people, funny enough, the training is inside my group. So here's yeah. my group. <laughs> sick. So I join my group and then I'll tag you in the free training. Yeah. Um, and then once I'm ta- they're tagged in one free training, they're like, oh, and she's got this training and this training and this training. And then just binge away. Yeah, and it's awesome. literally that that easy. Once you have a bank of content in your group that you can refer people to all the time, every time somebody has a question, you go, "I have a training on that in my group. Do you want it?" Yep, absolutely. If it's it. free, sure, I'll come and check it out. And then you just invite them into the group and tag them. Yeah. And literally just just showing up and being active in those other people's groups and being of service and being like, "I have stuff that can help you. Do you want it?" Uh, yeah okay I'll, I'll, I'll give a couple um uh I'll, I'll give my two cents on that i think like if you're if you're a facebook person let me think of it yeah okay let's just, I'll, I'll start simple and then go deep right if you're a, if you're listening to this and you're a facebook person you kind of got two options right you can use your personal profile or you can use a facebook business page if you use a facebook business page your only real option is ads if you're just posting on your Facebook business page, it's so hard to get traction these days. It's so hard to network. It's not really going to work. So it's kind of like you've got two options. You either use paid ads on your business page or you use your personal Facebook profile. And I think that's an important distinction. If someone's listening to this and they're stuck in the middle, you're kind of gone. You know, it's kind of like you've got to make it, you got to make a call. Hey, I'm a paid person and I'm going to use ads or an I'm organic person and I'm going to use my personal Facebook profile. And if you use your personal Facebook profile, my take, you got to kind of go all out. You got to optimize it. You know, it can't just, it's no longer kind of like, um, you know, a personal Facebook profile for your friends and that. I mean, if you go down that pathway, it's going to be too hard to get clients. It's kind of like you got to make the call and be like, all right, you know, if I'm serious about growing my business, I'm going to sacrifice my personal Facebook profile and I'm going to optimize it for, you know, um, uh, to look almost like a business profile. And then I'm going to go into these groups and I'm going to network into these groups. And then it kind of flows one one to the other. It's kind of like, you got to make that call, right? Your take on that, Deja? Yeah, absolutely. And there are ways to, like, if you've got kids or, you know, whatever you don't want people seeing, there are ways to protect that content as well. So Facebook give us lists, friends lists on your Facebook profile. So what I recommend when people start working with me and they're a bit, dubious about using their personal profile like right go to the facebook lists and put all of your real friends and family in a list then if you ever want to share pictures of your kids or whatever on your profile you can just select to just share it to those people so you're not then sharing it with the wider world of thousands i've got like four and a half thousand friends or something now um so i never post any pictures of my nephew because he's six and he can't consent to that so (laughs) i i am very careful around that sort of stuff um but if you want to then select that little tiny group of people to only see those pictures then that's something that you can you can do and then you can still protect your content from from the wider world, if you like, um, and still be using your profile to generate clients um, yeah. and get over it if your aunt sees it or whatever. My family are so used to me posting stuff. And the other thing is when I first started using Facebook a lot, um, my friends and family would post stuff on there. Like, Did you see that post I shared on Facebook? I'm like, no, yeah. because I don't scroll through the newsfeed. I have a plugin called Newsfeed Eradicator Okay. where I don't even see the newsfeed on my desktop at all. Yeah. So I am never seeing anybody's posts unless I'm, unless I'm actively looking for them. 
And that's the other thing. Don't waste time on Facebook. Yeah. But I know there'll be people be like, well, this is uh, against Facebook terms and conditions. And I work very closely with Facebook. I'm a Facebook lead trainer. So in, in that point, yes, Facebook, it is against Facebook terms and conditions if you are not a real person and you're only using your profile for business. Okay. So do post what your personal stuff. Like I post pictures of my very cute dog. Dogs always go down well on profiles and yeah. you don't mind. So <laughs> you can totally use that to your advantage. Post pictures of cute dogs. Anything that you're doing, coffee shops, workspace, yeah. things like that that are actually happening in your real life and don't just make it all about business mm. um, because also people fall in love with the real you as yeah, well. Yeah. So that helps. Um, and don't share tons of links. Don't constantly yeah. be sharing links on your profile because that pisses off Facebook as well. Yeah. But Facebook recently have been giving some people, and they're trialing this, the option to turn your personal profile into a professional profile. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, which will give us a lot more insights. You get a lot more insights, very similar to your business page, um, on the reach that your posts are getting and all that sort of jazz, which will be good. Um, But I think it will be interesting to see what the reach does you know, if it turns to a business page reach or if it stays the same as your personal profile, we'll see. Um, But on your spot about Facebook business pages versus personal pages, if you want the actual data, Facebook release transparency reports every three months around what posts are performing well on Facebook. So you can literally see 54% last time I checked on the last transparency report of posts that people see on their newsfeed are personal posts. Yeah. And that and then the rest of the percentages, a mixture between pages that you follow, groups that you follow um, and other random stuff that Facebook suggests to you. So your personal profile is by far the best way to get extended reach on your on your posts. Yeah. Well, share a couple of things on on some of that there. So I think uh, for the people that are worried about their their friends and family, that used to be me uh, about 10 years ago. Right. So I've been telling you since then. Uh, but here's what I realized, right? I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to post business stuff. One of my friends and family, they think I'm a loser, you know, this and that. But believe it or not, they're the ones that supported me the most because it's kind of like you, you support your friends, you know, like, and, and I'll, I'll ask everyone listening as well. You know, it's kind of like if you've got a friend that's just started a business and they start posting business stuff, are you going to support them or are you going to criticize them? You're probably going to support them. And if you're going to criticize them, you're probably not a good friend. So I think that's another way to look at it as well, you know, and it, it's almost too, it's almost embarrassing for me because I'll post something and like my mum will comment on it and my mum's friends will share it. <laughs> like they're not my ideal people. It's just a bit embarrassing, but at least they're, they're showing support, you know, they're not, you know, laughing at me or criticizing me. So I think that's a good thing uh, for, the, for the listeners. It's kind of like, you know, if you're worried about what people are going to think, if they're your real friends, they're going to support you. They criticize you. They're probably not your real friends anyway. Um, and, and I'm similar to you, Disha, where it's kind of like, I don't really see, I don't really use Facebook for, for that sort of thing. And a lot of people ask me, they're like, well, you know, how do you, how do you keep up with your friends then? And I'm like, well, it's quite simple. That's what I use real life for. It's kind of like social media, yeah. <laughs> you know, for that sort of stuff. And I, I see my friends in real life. Um, so, okay, great. That's given us some really good tips there in terms of growing the Facebook group. You've touched on the, the sales side of things. You're, you're a challenge person. Is that right? Yeah. It's always like, um, you'll always run a challenge and then yeah. it goes to an, an open cart and then you, you sell your course and then 
you close the card as well. Is that the process there? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do. Uh, sometimes I'll mix a masterclass in there as well. Um, yeah. So I will do a three-day challenge and then I might do a masterclass a week after just to tip some of those extra people over on the edge yeah. um, and invite them back in to come and hang out with me again. Yeah. Um, so I can do that as well. How long is the cart open for? Two weeks. Gotcha. Does it open when the challenge closes? Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. I also do pre-sales. So what I do is I will run, if I've been talking to some people before the um, challenge that have been interested, I'll say, look, I'm going to launch, relaunch the program this date. If you want to sign up now, um, like before the challenge, before I've done any promotion, then this is a special offer that you can have That's right smart. now. Yeah. So anybody that I've got that I've been sort of talking to and think might join is on the edge. I've gone, right, this is your offer if you join now before I've even done the challenge. And that way you you go into the into the challenge with so much more confidence because like, I've already sold 10 spots. Yeah. So it, I know the course is good. People are going to buy it. People have already bought it. Um, so that's a really good way of sort of pre-selling it as well, giving those people the option to jump in before you've even officially launched it. And they feel special as well because they're like, I got a private invite yeah. um, and a special fun. offer. That is smart. Um, awesome. All right. Well, hey, we're coming to the end of the, the podcast here, Deja. One question I always like to ask everyone is around their mentors. So you're obviously a mentor now for plenty of people that want to get better at social media, attract their dream clients. I'm curious to hear who your biggest mentors have been. And if you can answer this in three different ways, if you could give us uh, a mentor that you've paid money to and you've done their course or their workshop or their coaching program, uh, a mentor that you haven't paid money to, but you follow them on social media, Instagram, their podcast, whatever, uh, and a book that either you read and changed your life in terms of the online marketing side of things or that you recommend everyone should read if they want to sell more online courses. Yes. So, so mentor, paid, unpaid, and book. Paid one. Um, uh, my coach, Jane Baker, she is in her 30s and has multiple eight-figure businesses and is killing it at life got three two two young kids living in Spain from a small town in Wales and I signed up with her because I was like I want that lifestyle yeah <laughs> she, she's amazing at what she does and she is sales coach so she, I my business skyrocketed when I started working with her just working around the sales aspect and Give her a plug. what's her name Jane Baker Okay. Yeah, I think uh, her website is IamJaneBaker.com. I might follow her on Instagram now. Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, so I started working with her because I want her lifestyle. Like, I want to have a huge place in Spain with a swimming pool. Like, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so that was one of my paid coaches. Unpaid, um, I would say uh, Tony Robbins. Oh, a bit of Tony Robbins. Yeah, he yeah. has always been on my list to go to the uh, Unleash the Power Within, yeah. but I was going to go in 2020 and then oh. you know, everything shut down. And I'm not, I've done so much stuff online. I'm not yeah. about the online. I don't want to stand around and shout in my own house on my own. Disha, I'm one of the biggest Tony Robbins fans in the world. So he's, pro he's your biggest unpaid mentor. He's yeah. his paid mentor. I've done all these conferences, all these workshops. Biggest fan of his, 
I get an email, UPW, yeah, it's online. I can't do it. You know, no. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I the guy. You know, it's and he hasn't, of he hasn't come back to real in life ones yet either, has he? Because I keep waiting no. for him. Yeah, no, no. I, ch- I got an email not too long ago. You know, it was kind of like, oh, the new UPW. I'm like, oh, sick. Because he comes to Australia. He comes to Australia yeah. twice. You know, Sydney and Gold Coast for UPW and Date with Destiny. And I got a ticket for both just hanging around because I bought it in, you know, 2020 or something. Um, yeah. Still online for the rest of this year. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll get to that eventually at some point. Uh, so yeah him and the book was um a book called i've got it on my bookshelf and i'm going to show you the conversion code oh i just have i don't think i've read it actually who's the author chris smith i have not read it the conversion code i sat and read this whilst i was island hopping in greece yeah. Don't do it on holiday because every, oh, every five seconds I was like, oh, I may as well just go and implement this because it will just take me five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My friend who was, I was on holiday with just read a different book because you're driving me insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all of the stuff is really, really easy to implement. And it's so good. Like he um, talks about uh, the nine word email and it's oh, one of yeah. my most popular emails on my email list. And it's just asking people if they're okay oh. literally are you okay hey just checking in to see if you're okay today and if there's anything that i can do to help you right now and majority of people who get that email respond personally to me and even if it's just a, oh thank you so much for checking in with me i really appreciate it um and that's from this book so I highly recommend it just put it on my wish list then there you go <laughs> Okay, so hey, uh, just before we finish up, we haven't really spoken much about your actual course, Deja. G- give yeah. it a bit of a plug because I'm sure most people listening to the and, and there's a couple things. Deja kind of mentioned, hey, you know, here's Jane, here's the woman's life that I want. So I'm going to, you know, invest in her stuff. If you listen to this and you're like, 23K launch, that's what I want, right? Deja's probably the person to, to speak to you there. So Give your course a bit of a plug. What is it? What's it about? Why is it better or different to anything out there? And if someone wants to buy, obviously they're going to join your Facebook group. But you know, if they want to hear more about it, where do they go? Yeah. So Attract Dream Clients is the course that helps you attract clients using other people's groups. So you don't need your own audience. You don't need a large following. All you need is an offer. And they even help you in that course build out that offer. So if you're thinking, I don't know, what I'm going to sell, or I don't know who I want to work with, or I haven't done any market research. We go through all of that as well. And then I give you the five different types of posts that I share inside of groups that make you become the expert without selling. So you can use these posts in any group that you can't promote in, and it just leverages your expertise. And one of my favorite posts that I share inside of groups is a post about me doing selfies with strangers and when I was living in Sydney I did 30 days of selfies with complete strangers where I went out and I just got talking to a random stranger on the bus in the coffee shop to the point where I'd be like can I take a selfie with you and just throw myself completely out of my comfort zone and still to now that is on my post rotations so I even give you I have a content management system where you can 
build a log of all of your content so you can constantly be reusing that. So that is on my post rotations. And that post has generated me thousands of dollars of clients um, because people resonate with it when they see it in other people's groups. And I'm not talking about anything to do with what I do. It's just, here's me. I'm weird and wonderful. Come and hang out with me if you want. And people are like, I resonate with that. That's so cool. And come and hang out. So I teach you how to craft all of these posts to really stand out in this crowded market where there are thousands of people and teach you to be the expert in those groups that you're going into and how to find them, how to access them and how to get in front of everybody and beat the algorithms in those groups as well. Um, And then, of course, convert all of those people to actual clients through the sales strategy as well. You've sold me. I'm listening to that. I'm like, you know what? I use mainly my my own group to sell. You know, I'm like, you know what? If I could get some strategies for other groups, that that could probably help me as well. So, yeah. you know, what did you say? Seven ninety seven or should seven ninety seven? Is that pounds, dollars, dollars, US dollars? Ooh, oh, I was getting excited. Australian dollars. I'm like, that's a steal. <laughs> I was like, oh, pounds yeah. that could be double, but yeah, okay, US dollars. That's a good, good, happy medium. US dollars. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. Well, and of course you get lifetime co- group coaching as well. So there we go. Um, well, hey, Disha, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover for today. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you want to finish us off with? My biggest tip is always just to get out there and be your weird and wonderful sparkly self mm. and show up as you and one thing that I learned, especially when I was started working with wellness entrepreneurs back when I first started my business, I tried to hide that I like to drink wine mm-hmm. and, you know, <laughs> that I eat takeaway because mm-hmm. I thought that was what people wanted. And when I started just embracing like, yeah, I like to drink and I like to eat crappy food, but yeah. I also yeah. like to work out and I look after myself and I'm quite healthy. Yeah. Um it started drawing people to me that actually resonated with what I do. So yeah. go out and be your weird, wonderful self and you will push away those that people that aren't going to work with you anyway yeah. and draw closer those that are going to love you for your personality and who you are and what you bring to the table. Love that. I could piggyback off that, but we're out of time. So Deja, <laughs> thank you very much for your time and we'll be in touch. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Course Creator Community Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.